life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. Coming. Oh, right, it's we'll coming! It's <laughs> it's coming! Oh, you know it's coming in droves. First, you're first, you ruined my name. Uh, dude, I gave you a great show this Tuesday to fucking judge. You're gonna love this one. All right, pick up, pick up your microphone. All right, pick up your microphone. check, check. All right. Uh, hey, thanks for tuning the Road Stories podcast. First of all, everybody know what we're doing today. Yes. Yeah, we're doing the Road Stories podcast. There you go. All right. I didn't send out the mail out. I usually send out an email that says <laughs> right. this is Road Stories. Think of a few Road Stories. Um, and I have a, a thing that says, I know this doesn't apply to you, probably, Colin, but please be on time. There's usually there's usually a show recording behind you, um, and I have to pay for a babysitter. Um, I should have sent it out, apparently. Apparently, I should Sorry. have sent it out. Yeah, Murray. <laughs> just, Sorry. No, that's fine. 40 minutes late is... Yeah. That's, that's, hey, that's hey. industry standard. 35 minutes late. Jesus, Murray. <laughs> oh, that's true. It did take us five Come minutes on. to get in the back. Thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I feel I'm terrible. <laughs> I have a certain oh, kind of like, CP time I'm on, Murray. Right? It's not 40 Father's minutes late. Day. Oh, it's terrible. You ruined my father's day. I did almost uh, text back CPT when you... Really? Ten, I, I was waiting minutes, for it. 10 minutes to 2. Hey, we're stopping at In-N-Out Burger. Really? In-N-Out Burger a half hour away when you're supposed to be here at 2? Okay. Oh, um, Murr. It was a late night. <laughs> I went up late. Thanks for oh I have one I'm, this is like the fifth time I'm trying to start the show but I have one listener who's like why don't you uh, stop bitching about uh, comics being late and to that listener I can say go fuck yourself yeah um, so all right anyway uh, thanks thank for you, thanks for listening one listener and it's like you know it's how he warms up it's like you, know, yeah. you have to a symphony just doesn't start with the overture you have to hear like the woodwinds and everything no we're yeah we're tuning up you know yeah we're getting in tune yeah 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 his warm up stretches you know what I mean don't just man. Tom Brady just doesn't start winning Super Bowls right. and stretch first. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to run the stretch. Anything. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of the All Things Comedy Network. Happy Father's Day. We're recording here on Father's Day. Um, it's, uh, I've said it a thousand times. A thousand times. You know you got a good life when your wife says, what do you want to do for Father's Day? And you say, the same thing I do every day. So it's, uh, and that's sit around and wait for comics. No, it's. There's <laughs> <laughs> a theme in this show. And by the way, so what you want to do every, every day is wait around for comics. That's yeah. what you just put out in the universe. What, you, what you're manifesting is, you know what? Every day of my life, I like to sit around waiting for comics uh, for 40 minutes. Thanks for inviting us. I feel great. You're, you know, it, we I'm a gracious sooner, guest. We had to drive around thinking of road host. stories. Oh, it was like, God, what are these road good stories? Point. So we just drove around until we sound, so we just killed a guy. That's our story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it is great. It's a great day. It's a beautiful day. Uh, I had a gorgeous. good time all day. And this is one of my favorite parts of the day is hanging out and bullshitting and giving each other shit on the show. So it's, <laughs> it really is a, a fun part of my day. Joining us today, um, a guy I met at, was it Brea, right? It was Brea. Brea Improv. Uh, Brian Moses uh, joins us today. And a guy I didn't meet, but I saw a, a, an amazing rant <laughs> at... Uh, at the Belly Room a couple weeks ago. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, my weeks. Uh, uh, yes, Eric Marino. I'm Eric Marino. Are you a Paisan? I am. I'm half Italian, half Irish. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Marino's Marino's an Italian what? name that means mostly Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the Northeast, where everyone, every uh, basically every Italian guy decided that they didn't want to sleep with somebody who looked like their sister, mm -hmm. and every Irish guy decided the exact same thing. So right. there's a lot of Tonys and Bridgets, you know, and. Uh, and Mario's and you know whatever. So, but there's a you know it's nobody. It's 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 all cross cultured. All your Renazizis, your Simones, sure. everybody in the Northeast Corridor is is half a Irish. Lot, or a half lot of time. Anthony o, o, o Flannerys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of Murray Valerianos. Yeah, apparently it's it's Irish and, and Italian up in uh, New York State and Jersey. It's Jewish and Italian. Funny, right? But then you realize Mary. that Italian, well. You know, the Mediterranean is all the Mediterraneans. Greek, Israeli, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all the same. Sure, I married a Greek. Sorry. <laughs> that was one, because that had to be one long wedding. <laughs> oh, you know what? It would have been, but thank God uh, my wife hates being in the spotlight. Oh, that's... So she didn't want to... So we got married in a bar. 
Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was great. We were going to get married at the uh, Beverly Hills courthouse. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, the woman's like, uh, yeah, there's like a six month waiting list. Wow. So we're like, oh shit, we're leaving for Costa Rica on Friday. <laughs> so I called my friend who's an ordained minister, an actual ordained minister, not okay. an internet ordained minister. Um, I don't did, know why. That I might did. just be a hate crime, what you just did there. So you just, <laughs> yeah, like, you just slammed on the internet. Uh, well, I did that. So, yeah, well, you don't care. <laughs> it's the Black Pope over here. Yeah. I so, knew. we got married in a bar last minute and flew to Costa Rica hungover the next morning. What bar? Uh, the Little Bar. When you're in Los Angeles, come to the Little Bar on La Brea Avenue, just south of Wilshire. That's where I saw the Red Sox win the 07 World Series. Did you really? Oh, really? Absolutely. The place is good luck. With my, with my, I, that was the first, you just saw me do a rant about being uh, several, being probably 30 or so weeks after my breakup. I, that was the uh, that was the first year of our relationship with my girlfriend who uh, I have an eighth. Uh, we would Tuesdays Tuesday, June twenty third would be our eighth anniversary. So I will also be performing at the roast battle show in the belly room that night, and I may blow my head off as a closer. <laughs> wow, that was, a, that was a highly effective. That was a must have been a rough breakup. Oh yeah, how long Seven, has it been? It was uh, well. It's been. This is week forty one. Uh, week forty one. We're going into week forty two <laughs> of the post breakup. Yeah. How long are you guys together? Seven years. Se- oh, okay. So yeah. So that 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 makes a lot of sense. All right. It was a good, an amazing rant. Oh man, thank you. Um, I assume it's an ongoing. It's every week. It seems it start- like everybody was on board. This is my first time at the roast battle. It actually started. I mean, the thing is, so we um, so we broke up. It was very bad. Um, but uh, in fact, uh, since it's road stories, this actually sort of started. Uh, Moses said, "I needed." It was a week three of mm-hmm. the breakup, and I was not handling it. She had just moved all her stuff out of the house, and it was, uh, you know, let's go down to La Jolla. Michael Costa, uh, Brenton Biddlecombe, and Moses were all playing down at the La Jolla Comedy Store, and uh, it was like get Marino out of town. But that's actually where I started. That's where the rant started. Um, was in La Jolla. Was in La Jolla because that's where the crowd work. It was like the I started with crowd work about breaking. You know, like how long you've been together as a couple. Hey, I was together seven years. Can I give you some advice? Break up, mm-hmm. and and uh, all of a sudden, like my pain and simultaneously the other opener, Brenton Brenton Biddlecombe, who was staying with us in the comedy store condo, was just he was in the first blush of new love and his new girlfriend it was they were staying in this you know in the master bedroom uh moses and i were like you know sleeping on the couches and whatnot but they were you know they're going to the they're going to the zoo together during the off days i mean they are in love i mean they are they are like would you like a water bottle no would you like a water bottle and so a lot of that like we and we drove to the club one night Mm -hmm. and uh and there was a song that was definitely like it was. It's one of your ex's songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just something that this is in her wheelhouse, and that's when I started the. Uh, that's when I started the week three material, which is she used to listen. You know, the, everything reminds you of your ex, and that was like she used to listen to the radio, and that's how it built. So it built like on the road, um, and, and and week by week. Are you are you are you taping this? Are you? Are you I have most of the sets are taped. Yeah, oh, good. most of the sets are taped. There are there's a La Jolla there's a. From the spring, I think like week twenty or week twenty or so is like videotaped in La Jolla. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I have a uh, web a cam to watch my kid as he naps, so that's why I'm uh, setting oh. that up. It's me. like a drone. That's yeah, you better watch out, man, because if some pedophile can hack into that, and then you're periscoping your kid, you know what I'm saying? It's cra- it's going to get crazy out there. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that, that just, just just got really weird. <laughs> 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 okay. So I met. Bro- All right. I met Brian Moses um, at the Bray Improv a few months ago. Um, first first night, first night he was late. I forgot about this. Yeah, I'm late a lot. I see a running theme here. That's awesome. Wait, wait. First night, you weren't even there, Murray. You were dying. No, I was there, but I was dying. Right. No, all right, so it was, it was Thursday through Sunday, right? It was Thursday through Sunday. Right, but you had to take off Thursday. No, I didn't take off Thursday, did I? Yeah. I did take off Thursday? Yeah, Saratella came in. Oh, that's right. I was sick. Mm-hmm. I was there I was there Wednesday the night before. The night too, yes, I was late. And was sick. And, I'm on, and then I had to feature for Orny Adams all mm-hmm. weekend. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I took Thursday off. You're right. And then oh. Mark Saratella filled in. And then Friday came along. Oh, first yeah. show. Brian Moses scene. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. Yeah. Well, actually, he was found on the what? The four hundred five. The four hundred five. Yeah. <laughs> and then that day too. Shows up for show number two, and this is my favorite. This is my. I've I have 
countless sto- Murray Valeriano, countless stories of MC screwing up my name. Just I don't know why. It's a tough one. It, it, it's a tough one. It's become my cross to bear. Mm. I've gone through the roller coaster of emotions for it, from <laughs> like yelling at an MC, telling him to be professional, to like. Now my thing is. What do you want me to say about you? Uh, Comedy Central, HBO, whatever, uh, Murray Valeriano. However it comes out is fine. And my listeners know all these stories. Okay. My, listener, my listeners even know this story because I think uh, I you told about them. it the next week. <laughs> so this is by far my favorite introduction of all time. This uh-huh. is by far my favorite introduction. Brian Moses. Uh, next comedian coming to the stage. Uh, you see on Comedy Central, you can hear I'm Sirius XM. Uh, and then I see it. I can always tell. Yeah. It's almost like like the shark's eyes roll back when they're about to attack. Yeah. I see it in his eyes. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like he's, he doesn't remember. He can't give my name. And he goes, Sage, Murray, Murray, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Murray. Did I, I? Murray, Murray. And then I made some Tony, Tony, Tony <laughs> yeah. 80s R&B reference. Which I thoroughly appreciate, by the <laughs> way. You. I really love that. I was just like, because I, I thought you were going to be mad about it, but you said the, the Tony, Tony, Tony line. I was like, I didn't know you knew that. I, I was so impressed. A lot of people just don't appreciate how hard and that weird blank spot that any host or the guy who's tag teaming, it's like, and you you remembered his credits, and then all of a sudden you just blank or you you like or or, or you know insecurity. It's uh-huh. like you know, it's like I'm I'm afraid I'm going to call you Valerian Sword. Like I, right. <laughs> like, and so there's that weird thing. It's and you know I know to the to any audience member it looks like you know it's like a quarterback who fumbles the snap or yeah. even or a center who's just fumbling can't even get right. it it's like and it's the it's a weird it's a weird hard thing that's completely much harder than it looks to actually give a proper introduction to somebody oh yeah we've always yeah uh, we always uh say that the, you know the on the show the MC is a very important role and and it's harder than it looks a lot of times and uh a lot of uh clubs don't really look at it that way they look at it as the yeah, our busboy wants to do stand-up. Right. Well, he's gonna, yeah. He's going to do seven minutes tonight. Why don't we do that right there? So, <laughs> At least anyway. experienced guy, yeah. And who would have known that Brian Moses was the busboy? <laughs> <laughs> Murray, Murray, Murray. Murray, Murray, It goes down as my favorite. It goes down as my favorite. Murray, Murray, Murray has Although there was one again. guy. There was one guy who said, what did he say? It was so funny. He's like, I'm like, well, you know, whatever you just, I always tell him, however you say it, Say it with confidence. I don't mm. care how it comes out. And I go, I told the guy, you can't say anything. You can't do anything to my name that somebody hasn't done before. And then he said, oh, really? And how did he say? He was like, vagina, Valerian. Valer-. He's had, he, he made the most amazing mashup of Valeriano and vagina I had ever heard of in my life. I was like, you win. <laughs> you win. Yeah. Oh, vagina man. Valerian. Because by the way, what's funny is I did say I said it perfectly when uh, right before I go on stage, I'm like, "It's Valeriano." You're like, "Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's perfect." That's and I go, up, "I just, I just, I couldn't even remember the last name." Yeah, yeah. It's like, like getting the yips. It's yeah. like suddenly, so no, I was, I was in practice, great all day. Field goals were going through all day, <laughs> and then coach, I, I'm shanking. I'm just shanking. <laughs> and then oh, I always man. feel a hundred times worse when I fuck up somebody's because I bitch about it on this podcast all the time. And then I had to bring Bobby Collins on stage the other night. And I forgot his name. You forgot Bobby Collins' I've name. I've known Bobby Collins for five years. He lives two blocks up wow, from wow, me. Wow. And for some reason, it I just was like a complete blank. And then, you know. Thank yeah, God Murray Valeriano. How does oh, that feel? Well, look at me. <laughs> <practicing>. <laughs> well, you know, the worst, I think worse than, uh, it, the worst than spacing someone's name is somehow there's a word association game that you bring up the comic as another comic's name. In other words, like I've brought up uh, I've brought up uh, Francisco Ramos as Pablo Francisco. Oh, oh yeah, 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 and and I fear like we were doing we were doing uh, I think the Brea Improv with George Perez, mm-hmm. and uh, and I feared from my life saying George Lopez. Right, you know what I mean. Oh. So it was like. George Perez, George Perez, George Perez, George Lopez. I like guess it's just way Rosie Perez. <laughs> <laughs> it's <not even> coming. <laughs> Rosie Perez. So did you get started in Syracuse? 
Uh, you know what I did? I did. I went to Syracuse University uh-huh. and I did like a comedy competition, mm-hmm. and I'd say that was my first time on stage. Okay, and uh, and then I, the, I I have the thing where I actually sort of come in backwards from most stand-ups. Where I came out here with a degree in television, radio, film. I was uh, I, I I I interned at Universal with a uh, with a you know a production company that had you know some screenwriters that had a deal, mm-hmm. and then I started PAing on TV shows like Madman of the People. I worked on the the Ellen ABC Ellen TV show Mm -hmm. and then i was like so i was the writer's assistant i was a writer's pa then writer's assistant like my first year in the in a writer's room is the year that ellen comes out of the closet so okay so like i get you know it's like i have jokes and story points that are they won the won an emmy like it was Mm -hmm. an interesting time and there were bomb threats and so it's a weird thing where a lot of comics you meet when you meet them in hollywood it's like they were from boston or new york or you know i mean they they made their bones somewhere else and then when they really had an act, they came out here. And it's a, so I've already sort of been in the rooms. Like I've been in, like I've worked on the Hughleys and Weeds. And you've, you know, like you've heard what the, the head of Showtime said to Weeds. You know, like, you know, Bob Greenblatt, Showtime, you know, every week for the first season of Weeds. Like, does it really have to be so much about weed? It's right, like, right. yeah, you know, it's, you, you, you're paying Mary Lou Parker to be a suburban mom selling weed. And so there's a weird thing where, um, like I think I like I'd already written I'd written uh, I'd written for the Hughleys like I did open mic for mm-hmm. a couple months when I first got out here but I had terrible stage fright and by the time I get serious about my own stand up career I'm probably like 29 and I have a couple scripts under my belt mm-hmm. and I've been in different rooms and Ellen's already come out of the closet so that's a weird thing where I've sort of come in backwards sure and then started again as like you know you're just an open micer mm-hmm. and now it's like you know now I'm about. I don't know, 14, 15 years in of, of doing my own thing, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's where, you know, and now that fortunately, you know, a terrible thing happened in my life <laughs> 41 weeks ago, it gave me a weird focus and now it's like mm-hmm. there's a thing where that's becoming a thing. We have similar stories. I, I started out, I mean, I was doing sketch improv and stand up in uh, the Ice House at this hybrid show with House Sparks and a couple other guys and right. then we got a pilot deal out of it and then my writing career took off right and then my stand-up took off right so it kind of sounds similar similar careers although nice i'm in a happy relationship (laughs) (laughs) knock on wood man i'm just gonna maintain that stuff i say happy today yeah Yeah. well today's your day so that's right today's my day is father's day (laughs) happy father's day i mean you have a camera on your baby i would have a camera on everyone in this (laughs) i want to know where everyone is all times from now on (laughs) what website is that what website is that (laughs) i enjoy i haven't last night was the first night i stepped into the la jolla comedy store in well over 10 years okay well over 10 years and it place has not changed one Bit. Not a comp. There's a popcorn machine now. Uh, oh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That guy's nice. What's this guy's name? Albert. Albert yeah. was awesome, man. Yeah. Albert periscoped with me last night. Oh, did he? Yeah, nice. Albert sells popcorn for four bucks a bag. Jesus Christ. People are buying it. And everybody's buying it. Yeah. Four bucks a bag of popcorn? It's great. Oh, man. Thank God I had a good set. Have you ever had a bad set when they're giving away free popcorn? Oh, uh, no. And it's just... Uh, <laughs> ow, 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 ow. It's the worst, man. When there's free popcorn. I hadn't even considered that. Uh, was right. It, was it popcorn? It was either popcorn or nachos. And I think oh, it was at the Ventura co- Comedy Club. And I was just flatlining. And all you could hear is... <laughs> just because uh, all 100 uh, people are just chowing on their nachos. It's that's a nightmare, Murray. It is worse to bomb in front of food. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much worse because then it's like, you know, there's a loaded baked potato on the table or the you know you're watching nachos congeal you know or you know it's like or you've just said like or you've just said the most disgusting thing and then and you're like oh enjoy that pizza ladies (laughs) How's how's the ranch um, I so like I, my listeners know I was booted out of the comedy store like ten years ago and I just started coming back again and uh, um, so back to La Jolla the mm. comedy store last night I went down there I'll be down there on Thursday night headlining San Diego come on out comics on Safari we're there let's do it um, I'm telling you man there's something about the comedy store that is just not like any other club it's dark it's dark the all the doormen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any of them because I hadn't been there in 10 years. Not nice. <laughs> like, yeah. Not, not, 
Not nice. Yeah. Like. It's a soap opera you just haven't tuned into yeah, for exactly. 10 years, it but it hasn't changed. I went it up hasn't and, changed. It wasn't yeah. until I went up and I had a good set that then they were nice to me. Yeah. Right. You know, it was just like, oh, I'm well, doing Well, you're a new kid in school. You know what I mean? I, but it's so funny. Like, I was there before you, like these. No, no, know, no, right? no, no, no. That's a who the fuck are you, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. We don't know you, guy. Oh, yeah. I know. I, yeah. I, I, who's please. this Who's this guy? You know what I mean? Guess and they're spot. all just. Guest spot? Who's doing a guest spot? We're right. the doormen. We're supposed to be doing the right. guest spots. Yeah, yeah they yeah. want your spot. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, they weren't happy to see me last night. Until you got off, they was like, all right, this guy's Yeah, all right, cool. this guy knows what he's doing. See, but I guess. <laughs> I, guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> I just find. See, I find the La Jolla doorman just so quaint yeah. because I mean it's like when you meet the Hollywood doorman like that's the right, like, they have that's a Hollywood the, attitude that's the real you know what I mean it's like you know hey that's great that you work at the comedy store in La Jolla but this isn't open every day and you know like the the Hollywood Sunset Club you know has three rooms operating mm-hmm. sometimes I mean there's and <clears throat> and it, and that has the pedigree of hey Kinison put a bullet through that you know, through that sign right there. Right. And Dice, you know, Dice was a doorman here like you are. And, I mean, you know, it is a real fraternity. And it's a, you know, these I guys. Do, I doormaned at Hollywood. I doormaned? Is that a nice thing? <laughs> yes. That, Door guide. You have the degree. I doormaned? Is yeah. that okay? <laughs> I, I did the doorman thing at Hollywood, too. So when I was coming up. Yeah. yeah they don't care. No, you guys no, don't. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. You, you did. You don't anymore. That's crazy. <laughs> How long did you do it? I don't know few months six months maybe really yeah yeah okay yeah. what years are those 2000 nice 2000 right around 2000 right when i first got back into stand-up nice before yeah. 9-11 before right. 9-11 so it's your fault Mark. it's my fault <laughs> uh y2k uh ended my run at the comedy store that's the only thing <laughs> really, I, mean, that's, I got in right in 2000 i got in about i got in i got serious about october 2000 and mm-hmm. so i had that whole run before 9-11 mm-hmm. i mean so i was in and then it was that weird thing like when hat with 9-11 is like you know and the no one wanted to be fun no one could be funny the audience just the audiences just wanted to be out yeah. But they didn't want to laugh. Yeah. Especially when you had and not like the not in the comedy store. Like I'm talking about those like uh the Miyagi Dublin shows. Oh sure, sure. You know what I mean? Oh, like, Miyagi's, yeah, I forgot about that place. Yeah, yeah. That Stevie D had that mm-hmm. show where you had to like there was a very high stage and you had to tell jokes over a uh, a Japanese bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and the acoustics oh. and the acoustics were terrible. So it was one of those it was one of those rooms you learned or at least I did, was like, this isn't a room for crowd work. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's like you need to enunciate clearly to this room because there's so much chaos and noise it's like similar to uh uh your moon doggies in la jolla that has it right. that has a bar that opens up to a back patio i don't mm-hmm. know if you've ever done moon, never doggies done moon doggies down in pacific beach but it has a it has a bar that opens up and then the patio so there's so much clatter and and noise uh, that, that and, uh, so there's a whole group of the restaurant that has no idea there's a show and they they are not even witnessing it at all. Yeah, extreme bar shows, right? Yeah, yeah, I think extreme bar shows are, and I just did one uh, uh, for the first time in years mm-hmm. uh, about six months ago. John Cardinelli, you guys know John Cardinelli? Mm-hmm. He does one. It's way out and is the valley was down long. No, Beach. it's like r- past Riverside. It's what? an hour and a half out, right? Oof. And it's a bar show, and yeah. it's that's training, man. That's where. That's where you fucking work just so you can go <laughs> yeah. to an improv and skate. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, oh, I really appreciate this. Yeah, because, yeah. dude, the bar scene, there, there's nothing like that. I mean, because <laughs> first of all, you're trying to get their attention. Then you're trying to get into your act to get some work done. And then it's like, oh, I can't get any work done. I just have to entertain these people and get out of here. Yeah. It's, the, it's just dealing with chaos. I wonder if other cities have that. Since we're so saturated with comedians in this city, mm-hmm. I wonder if. Nebraska hat. Well, I don't wonder if Nebraska has a club. Well, I guess there's one in Omaha, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I wonder if there's like such a Murray, concentrated mutual of Omaha comedy club. <laughs> there's such a concentrated. You know, there's so little stage time here that they you have to put on those renegade surprise right. stand up tonight yeah. bar shows and surprise fight and fight with people who just want to go out and get drunk and not listen to the obnoxious guy rant about his 41 year old week breakup. I don't know. I would say, I mean, I've, I've done a, uh, a VFW or two here. You know what I mean? A VFW? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done a VFW. Yeah. So they're like little banquet halls. You know what I mean? Sure, so it's, sure. I mean, I, I feel like it's probably the same thing, you know, but in, the, in Nebraska or, oh, okay. you know. What does VFW stand for? 
Veterans, veterans of foreign, yeah, foreign wars. wars. Yeah, uh, foreign four. wars. Yeah, yeah. Civil mm-hmm. War, not invited. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Johnny Reb, you don't come in here. It's about foreign wars, wars, guy. All right, you, you, you. We had to go. We got shipped off. You got to stay at home and fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Isn't that poorly worded though? A veterans of foreign wars. It sounds like veterans of other countries' wars, not our own. Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like the French Foreign Legion. Yeah. This is right. like, these are guys who work for France, but yeah, not the Royal us. Army yeah. can drink here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet VFWs are fun, though, man. There's a an Elks Lodge around the corner. Is there really? If you want to stop by and start an open mic or something on the <laughs> way out. Like, an Elks Lodge, get out of here. You know I'm a moose guy. Come on. Oh, okay. You're more of an odd fellow. Or a mason. Or a raccoon. raccoon lodge. What? Jesus. Raccoon lodge. My dad used to watch uh, The Honeymooners. That's why I know that. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm not going to start a an open mic at a raccoon lodge. You know what I mean? Coon comedy. You know? oh. <laughs> ah, I said raccoon. By the way, I mean, lodge. if you just... If you haven't figured out your production company name. <laughs> oh, Raccoon Lodge Productions or Coon Comedy? Coon Comedy with, with K's. Yeah. With the K's. <laughs> Jesus. Then you need a third in there. Incorporated with the K's. Uh, <laughs> well, the comedy rules are three, man. Yeah. And K's are funny. You get So Ku Klux Klan should be hilarious. See, I also believe, in the, be. I believe in the comedy rule of 17s. Oh, I'm a big fan of the 70s. Which is, you know, because like by the time you've heard something 14, 15 times, you want to kill the person. But weirdly, by the 17th time, it comes back around. Is that a prime number? Is that sure. 19? That's not a prime number, is it? 17? Is well, it? What no. do you divide it by? Right. It says one and it's... I think it's... It's 17 or 19. Is 19 a prime number? Prime, 19 is a prime number. So it can't be 17. 17's prime, too. Is, is it 17 prime? Sure. What's it divided by? What goes into... Se- Let's not do math. Comedians do math. <laughs> <laughs> on the next, comedians do math. <laughs> They're still on the same problem. <laughs> Google prime numbers. I'm like, oh, that's right. I have people listening here. <laughs> maybe I, maybe we should edit that out. <laughs> Conversational. If I don't know prime numbers, I'm very excited I have a child. <laughs> Daddy, what's a prime number? Uh, ask Eric Marino. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, things you learned on like, Father's Day. Comes up, it's week 732. <laughs> is that divisible by anything? And 732 is a prime number, son. <laughs> it's not. That's definitely divisible. Yeah, man. By heartbreak. Jesus. <clears throat> so we would be, uh, tell us about the roast battle. Now the hottest, one of the hottest uh, shows in town. Uh, the roast battle. It's a, uh, it was on the cover of LA Weekly, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Thanks, Mur. Uh, I've been in LA Weekly several times. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. You're going by Tuesday, so that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be you, uh, Jesse Joyce, and I forget the third person. That All should right. be fun. Eric Marino. It's not me. I, I just perform. I'll be performing week yeah. 42 in the pre-show. <laughs> in the yeah. pre-show. It's, it's also my, it'll be my, it'll, it would have been my eight year anniversary, but instead okay. I'm doing comedy about the breakup, instead of <laughs> celebrating, instead well, of having sushi with my, uh, with the love of my life, I will be, uh, it's the battle you're having. You're having a battle every week. Yes. Will there be alcohol involved in that anniversary show? Um, you know, I usually now it's funny. I stumbled onto uh, I stumbled onto um, professionalism by not drinking. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I usually drink after the show. Uh-huh. It's like because it, it it it's like alcohol to me is like ice. It makes the it, it's a, I can drive on it, but it becomes a little bit more reckless. Right, right. So it's like I, I like to be as a, I, I notice I've been noticing over the last forty two weeks the different sets between drinking, really drinking, <laughs> right. and not drinking at all. Right, you know. Because you sometimes you're not. I wasn't as brilliant sometimes when I'm drunk. I'm not as brilliant as it sounds. <laughs> well, I, 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 I got, recognize there that were a lot of. Lot of uh, I thought I was doing great with some girls. It turns out I was just like, hey, you want to? <laughs> wasn't as good. I was more of a slob monster than I realized. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but there were some very nice women in the last 41 weeks. I'd have to say there were a lot of nice women who were very gentle mm-hmm. and uh, very very kind yeah. to sleep with me or not sleep with me, as the case may have been. You know, I was. Uh, they put me away safely in certain. You know. You know, they use uh, kid gloves. Oh, it was nice. nice. It's been a good time. So we, so the roast battle, mm-hmm. it, it opens with stand up. Yes, we do so, like an hour of stand up. Hour stand up. Yeah, just to get people kind of settled and in, in, in because uh, traditionally it started at midnight. Uh huh. And uh, to kind of keep that theme going because it usually started at midnight. It started at midnight. Oh, the young people. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Sorry, show actually man. evolved from an open mic. Right. And so originally it was just, it was, uh, uh, Moses was running an open mic in which, how do we keep people in the belly room in an open mic? And you'd pull names out of a sombrero and then various comics got segments. Like I had a, I had a segment that was like a recurring, mm-hmm. um, 
Secrets with uh, Professor Marina. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know a couple kids sort of challenged. You know, it was a classic young comedian, young wannabe comedian. Hey man, I'm funnier than you. You're not funny in right. the parking lot. You know, and two kids were getting a little snarky and snotty with each other, and people started making comments like, "Hey, you should uh, you should come and do a like have a slap boxing match." Mm-hmm. And Moses says, "Really? Yeah, you should fight in the room." And then, you know, a cooler hell prevailed where he's saying, well, I can't have people actually hit each other in my open mic room. (laughs) I just got this room back. So, you know, so it was like, hey, why don't you guys roast battle each other? Mm -hmm. And then that was the beginning. That was the very first night of an ongoing, evolving community project that then got bigger and involved judges and then involved more battles and undercards. And then there became a wave and there's sort of a hater section that evolved from a caricature of uh, of a former manager at the comedy store who was racist, and <laughs> and this whole thing evolved. Which one and was that? Tommy. Tommy oh, Morris. Um, uh, we won't. He's e- racist too. It's also, too. <laughs> to the list of uh, other things right. we don't like about him, didn't like about him. Yeah. So then, and then it became a thing where the roast battle segment sort of started around midnight, still in this open mic mm-hmm. show, and then the then that show started to become, became, attract more and more attention. And the show itself, because people wanted to be there, better, a better, a better, a better quality. All of a sudden, like headliners from downstairs, you know what I mean? Like paid regulars were coming up. Hey, what's this? And you know, Jeff Ross started to take an interest, and better, and, and a better caliber or, or more experienced comics started to want to battle. Uh-huh. You know, and and then it became a thing where the show evolved into a book show, and even now the pre-show, it's like you see a lot of people who will battle or have battled are usually in the pre-show. Or people who want to judge, or just want to be around it. It's it's a it's an interesting, um, and there's music and variety. It's an interesting evolution. Even the pre-show that goes into the battle, and sure. the battle, you know, the battle proper it starts at midnight because now it's about a year and a half of everyone knowing to show up around midnight, and right. you can't. We keep saying people keep saying, "Hey, could you make it eleven thirty? Like, they've he's tried. You try, but it turns out comics show up at midnight for this thing, and yeah. the, the audience shows up at midnight, and so it goes on at midnight. Okay. So you can't even move it up. We tried. We tried yeah. to move it up and nobody showed up. Really? Yeah. Now does nobody? I find it odd that since the draw is the roast battle, mm-hmm. it was still packed for the stand-up when I saw it, though. Right, because people now I think they understand you have to get there early to like get a the, good seat. Right, because there's okay. not a lot of seats in there. Sure. You know, and then we, we actually take, we take out the tables in there, so you know, we we provide more room, and there's just more people in there. Oh, you, know you take I mean? the tables out? I didn't mm-hmm. notice that. Yeah. Oh wow. It's nuts, man. How does how does uh, how does the waitress feel about that? Uh, you know what? They've made it work. They hated it at first, uh-huh. and now they're just like, oh, we can make money in here. Fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah. have more people who are paying? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So tell us exactly what the roast battle is. It's uh, it's two comics basically squaring off um, almost as if uh, their opponent is their set, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're basically just attacking it uh, like a roast, you know what I mean? Kind of what you, been do- what you do with us at the beginning of the show. <laughs> just yeah. roasting the mess out of us. No, uh, that's just me. So yeah, that's just me. Uh, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I do. That's yeah. what I do. You're going to be great on Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah, they basically uh, they square off almost like a, if you've seen a rap battle or eight mile. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing, except these kids are actually taking the time to write uh, specific jokes about each other. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we score it like a boxing match. Okay. And do they know who they're going up against? Yes. Ahead of time? Yes. Okay. So yes. They can... Months, weeks, you know what I mean? In sure. advance. Have you ever done the roast battle yourself? No. No, what? I haven't. Dude, those who can't roast, host. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I will not. <laughs> it's, by the way, it's terrifying, man. Yeah. Like every time I'm in there, I just I can't believe. I mean, those guys, those kids are gladiators. Yeah. It's a very hard thing to do. It's not easy, and they do it. And some are great at it. Some are terrible at it. But uh, it's it gives you. I'll give you a badge of honor if you do it. It's nuts, man. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's literally writing roast jokes mm-hmm. for another person, and you go head right. to head one after the other, right? And it's actually evolved into something more than that now, because now it's like. At first, it was just yes, I'm uh, I'm I'm battling you, you know, uh-huh. me, me and Murray battling, and then the crowd, uh, you know, judges. Then it evolved into well, now there's you know three of your heroes, right? So like say it's Dave Attell, uh, Dave Chappelle, and Jeff Ross are now judging you, you mm-hmm. know, what I mean, on your roasting. And now it's like there's a point there's a uh, there's the there's the hater section. So there's like there's more comics in the corner just kind of talking trash about you, right, whether right. you were good or not. <laughs> or there, and there's uh, there's the all Negro wave, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. That which is like a a pep squad of sorts. So they're an extension of the crowd saying, if you're good, if this joke really hits. We'll go up and we'll do like an act out or something weird and crazy. Sure, sure. Exactly. And then the you know then the audience is also a character. You know, if they like you, it's thumbs up. If they don't like you, it's thumbs down. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're battling everybody. It is your worst nightmare as a comic. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's all your peers. It's your heroes. It's some other people. It's like what is this? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I've so battled and lost and losing. It's I, an experience. I, it sucks. Really? It sucks. And it is a like the second round. I was trying to do it. I had seen another. I'd seen Sarah Tiana. 
uh, going to notes rec- uh, in a recent battle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that just looks so bad. I was, so I was trying to do it without notes. Right. Oh. And don't do it's like some people can do it without notes yeah. and I give it up to them. But it's like, I'm never, if I were to ever do it again, I would never do it in a world where it's like you're losing too much brain power. Sure. What's that joke? I'm trying to remember. Wait, how did that go? And it's like you, you're creating, you've had to create material that you really don't get to rehearse. Like mm-hmm. this isn't like your set that you've been crafting over however many months or years. This is, I'm coming up with new material that I don't really have a venue properly to work it out. So mm-hmm. you've never really heard it. And then it's a one time only. Once you've used these, I, there's no benefit. I never get to use my Jerron Horton jokes again. Right. right. Except against in further in future battles when other people fought him, I have I have caused him to lose twice. <laughs> um, but and and uh, and the second round in, in in a main event there are three rounds. There are, there are one round undercards that go back and forth. Uh, in a in a three round main event, the second round is a. Uh, the each comic gets thirty seconds to spit as many jokes as possible, mm-hmm. and like in that second round, all of a sudden, not having notes, I started sinking in comedy quicksand. Which and then you realize, oh my god, I'm like I'm starting to go down, and it becomes this whole vortex of you are you are having a comedy bombing nightmare right 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 now it's unfolding chaos is happening and it is it's right. gladiatorial you know yeah. i mean the crowd is on you very quickly yeah and you they, they make you yeah they're they're not like no no we're all here and we're all present and we're all going to like talk about you to your face right now to you right. it's like you are naked and you're and you're getting pummeled you know what i mean i the one i went uh, to see the other night the first undercard the mm. dude choked Right. Yeah. And it was like a pack of wolves on that guy, man. I felt bad for the dude. And yeah. I, I love watching people bomb, but I was like, I can't enjoy it. <laughs> I feel bad for this. We had, a girl, we had a girl last week who was so bad that they had to, that the DJ played taps and she had to be escorted off the stage. Like it never went right. to, it never went the, to the judges. Yeah. I it guess. was just so bad. And she that. was so, she was so new and so overwhelmed. And honestly, she called me this week like, she called me. I had to have like basically like a two hour debriefing phone conversation just for her to process. Right. You know, it it messes with your head. It was like, uh, it's akin to when after after my loss, it was like I haven't felt that bad since the Patriots lost the perfect season. With that, where you wake up the next and it's like it's the Christmas morning that went wrong. Right. And right. you wake up. Oh, that's still or or my breakup. Like oh, I woke up. She's still gone. Oh, I still lost. I right. can't get that. I, I fucked up. I can't get that back. Yeah, man. You know, you can't get it back. Now, do you do you do you pick newbies on purpose? Everybody wants to do it, which uh-huh. is which is weird to me. Right. Um, it's a masochistic stuff, uh, but they always ask, and it's always like, okay, well, let's find you somebody. I think we've evolved now to where it's like we can't just pin people against each other. Sometimes we have to, mm-hmm. but uh, I think we've been, we've become smarter now. It's like find somebody you want to go against because right. that makes it easier to write. That way, the show is better. You oh, know, okay. that way it's not me against some paper box. You know a lot I mean? of people come with you know they 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 come with hey I want to challenge somebody or whatever. Right. Like um, I end up getting involved. I had wanted to battle. I'd been watching it for a while and I was very interested but it's also it's you know I I think if you're any sort of intelligent person would be somewhat intimidated or questioning about okay how do you it's Look, looks fun, and look, but it looks crazy, and how do you do it? And so I was really interested in getting involved mm-hmm. in it. And um, Jerron Horton, a young comic, had gotten beaten very badly, and he had actually sort of like, he had basically had to take a knee. He had like run out of jokes and just, you know, had a brain freeze, brain lock uh, during his, and I was judging, it was very early on, and I was one of the early judges, and uh, and I had sort of mocked him very uh, mercilessly. I'm right. like, dude, that's and I even afterwards I was like, that's just gonna haunt you, dude. Yeah, like that's the thing. These are the these are the scars that will make you stronger going forward. And, you know, he's a young guy and he's trying to play. I was like, no, I don't think about it. Don't think about it. And he was he was getting ready for another battle, and someone had canceled. The guy that he was supposed to battle canceled, and he was talking about a couple people, and we were sitting around like, dude. And I just said to him as a piece of advice, I was like, dude, you need to. Don't fight anyone below your level. Like, fight somebody above, fight mm-hmm. above, fight up. Sure. You know what I mean? And he took that advice and called Moses and said, Hey, I want to battle Marino. And I mean, I was in the same room with him, but no longer, like, and across all of a sudden I got a text, Hey, do you want to? Do you want to fight Jerron Horton? And it was like, all right, he took my advice and right. challenged me, and I was the judge who sort of ridiculed him, you know, and and he took me down. Yeah, right. You know what I'm wow. saying? And uh you know, and that was, you know, and, and good on him. And those, sure. and then it's like, you know, is you know, the, the teacher became the student and, and we just roll, we keep on rolling, you know? Uh, so 
Do you get any of the bigger names battling or just judging? We've had a few big names battle. Uh, for the most part, we like them to judge, but cause they, well, a lot of guys feel like there's too much to lose. I can't like lose to somebody. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, right? Man. Yeah. Uh, but Who's yeah, bigger Jerron names. Horton. Who's the biggest name we've had, I would say, uh, battle? Uh well, the New York Comedy Festival roast battles had had some right. really had Guys like Bonnie like, McFarlane who'd been on on um, Last Comic Standing. Yeah, Bonnie McFarlane, Big J Okerson, Ari Shafir. We Mike know all, we know all those guys on the show, right? Exactly, right. all ATC guys for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they battle each other. They've they've done it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Larson versus Mark Norman, right? Right, in uh, that was in South by Southwest. Yeah. Oh, I, that was I bet that was good. Jay lives right over here. Oh, does he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet that was good. Who won that one? Uh, Jay was Jay. Jay Larson is the most gracious loser. He lost. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't. We all think we all can believe it because Jay just seems like such a cutting. He was guy. so. Yeah. I mean, that was one of those. Sometimes, you, sometimes you know, you go up like, hey, um, you know, I, earlier in the they did three shows in Austin. The first night, John Huck was like the very first battle to go up in Austin, and Jay judged. And Jay judged. Okay. And. Uh, and I was sort of like I I I sat down with Huck and went over his jokes just to give him a little bit of like hey I've been there sure you, this may be yes this may be no and and Huck uh, Huck had a very bad first round but mm-hmm. then came back to win and um, and so then you know two nights later Jay Larson I was like I did the exact same thing I hey do you want to you know do you want to run your jokes by me and he was like he ran one by me. I was like oh that's good he's like he's like yeah I'm, he was very cocky yeah I'm yeah. good I judge I know how the show goes Marino la la and then he he was on his own it was funny he was very he Ollie-esque. was he was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there are good. interesting things about like uh, there's an interesting uh, thing about the roast battle that some battlers come up to very elaborate uh, pre battle celebr uh, pre intros if you will okay I mean. Some are very elaborate. Some of the people have come out as Jesus Christ. Pre celebratory is what you're trying to say. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The pre, the pre roast. Yeah, you know, they come out like Apollo Creed is what right. I'm trying to say. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? And some of them are very elaborate, mm-hmm. and they can't follow it. And you can't follow it. And you, we've actually seen it time and time again. Or the other thing is, someone kills hard on their very first joke, mm-hmm. which is like running back the kickoff of the Super Bowl for a touchdown. And like I did, I I crushed my very first joke. And then, like, I slowly watch the game sort of slip out right. of my grasp, right. you know, which is uh, it's so it's there's so many interesting. But Jay Larson was a gracious in defeat and uh, was almost like it was he was bombing, but Carson like about it. Like, <laughs> okay. he, was, nice. you know, he kept sort of escape. It was like his jokes were dying, but then he would do the little Houdini escape back like, well, that sucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. it was really and it was really delightful. Ah, he's coming, yeah, he was, he's coming yeah. over this week. I can't wait to rub that in. <laughs> no, I'll say this though. I think uh, I think Jay just had to do it once because it is live rounds and you've never done it before. Sure. And I feel like, all right, now I know, and I'll I'll never happen again. And right. I think Jay's one of those guys. Like I I wouldn't challenge that guy because I think he's coming. He's coming for blood next time. Right. So do people learn and then just really step? Do they? People- Jerron Horton is one of them. I mean, the the kid he's talking about. I mean, he was the first uh, technical TKO. Like he just choked and he just couldn't even finish the round. You know oh, what I mean? Really? That was like, yeah. the first time I've seen that. And then uh, that was the one he had judged. And then Jerron goes against him, you know, and, and he's wins. a big, he's a heavy favorite, you yeah. know, and then Jerron took him down. So is there any wagering involved? Any wagering? Not yet. Yeah. We, not that we're but aware always, of yeah. Wink. There's a, there's a, you know, you can draft your fantasy roast battlers at, right. <laughs> but there actually is, there's another psychology, which is interesting is, uh, most battlers after they do it are like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. Really? And within about three to five weeks, they're back in. It's, it's a, nuts. It's dude. a process, and then it gets you back. Like then you want back in, but it's hard. I mean, it's like I mean, it's an actual fight. It's bruising. You're getting real shots, mm-hmm. and it's uh, and there's a whole point of like I I just went through this with another battler who was like you had to sort of tell him like you're not. It's not a debate. Like you're not trying to defuse that the other person's joke. It doesn't matter if it's not factually true. It's like that joke's getting a laugh and you can't make it unlaugh. You can't make the yeah. audience unlaugh. So I I preach like a, an all offense. Right. <laughs> They're going to like there is no defense. I mean, yeah. it, you know, some people would think hey, counter punching or I took that joke and I reversed it and if you can do that, God bless you. That's a whole separate talent. I preach all offense all day. Right. Yeah. You know, no don't forget just they're going to get their jokes in. You know, and I don't think I don't think you should battle anyone you're actually upset with, or people who think like I'm going to run this person out of comedy. I'm going to prove I'm funnier. You know, it, it, it's proven time and time again. If you call someone, hey, you're so unfunny, 
you know, that person's so been making the audience laugh. A, so right. it's a joke writer showcase. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have the best jokes to win. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. It's not. We're not snapping on people. This isn't the dozens. This isn't your mama. Like in in the rules that there are, there's uh, it's original material only and mm-hmm. no your mama jokes. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> like it, like make it specific to your opponent. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is roasting. Does it? Because I've done a few roasts in my day, and the first I always the first the first and a regular roast, not the roast battle. In a regular mm-hmm. roast, the first slot is the worst. Because sure. nobody is like, especially if you're coming with both guns ablaze. Yeah. So is I mean, do you guys ever just get? Does it ever get too personal? Where have you ever had any like next level? Like, oh well, fuck you, dude. You know. <laughs> yes. There are. There's really? that. There's that mental flame out too. Now that so like Jerron and I had sort of these like mental blankouts where you just sort of just you come up dry mm-hmm. and you're sort of like you know deer in the headlights in front of the audience. There's another thing that happens where. Uh, we that it happened at Riot LA. Oh, well, I was another one. I was gonna say, well, there's it's just that a person's like, and you suck, and you're a terrible person, and like <laughs> yeah. it just becomes just had it, a mental breakdown, it becomes a, a marriage fight. Yeah, right. why'd you, why'd you like, tell him about the time you pushed me up against that glass window? And, and it's like, okay, dude, we don't even know what you're litigating right now, <laughs> right? You know? I mean, yeah, I that was nuts. And you saw that live, you saw like a live nervous breakdown, it was crazy. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, it was insane. Um, <laughs> there's another instance where, uh, you know, because you're digging up dirt on your opponent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you're really trying to get into this guy. And uh, there was one time, in the, uh, there was an intro, I had said something that I thought the whole crowd knew about, about uh, a guy he was battling, had actually slept with his girlfriend, and the kid just broke up with the girlfriend. Oh, okay. And the guy he's battling had already slept with her before. Right, right. And I said that, I was like, oh, these guys both slept with the same girl, and he just broke up with the girl. Hey, bring him on stage. And then they come up, and the kid had no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> and that's how you find out? You tell me? <laughs> like, on stage? It was nuts. There's like, I mean, I, I, it's, there's obviously a lot of them where uh, guys are like, oh, yeah, you slept with him too? And like, the girl be like, She's like, what? It's like, why did I get this? You know, judges sometimes just like, oh yeah, you slept with me too. So why are you saying that? You know, it's uh, it's great. <laughs> so so they drag other people into it. Yes. All right. It's a roast. Is that welcome? It's uh, I think everything's kind of fair game for the most. Is part. Eric's ex girlfriend? Uh, oh, that's why I haven't. It? It's like in the last forty one weeks, I've been I have been completely. Right. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't. I have not even thought. It's only recently I've considered battling anyone. Because I, I quite literally, it's being too vulnerable. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't know emotionally what would happen to me mentally or physically. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd be okay right, right, afterwards. Right. Or, or I could I could just physically attack someone. Like you just <laughs> you said something like, what? Or yeah. just, I mean, I, if there was more information, if I found out something new that I didn't know, and it right. came out to me during roast battle information, I mean, I could... Uh, yeah, I might. Uh, I could lose my mind. It's oh. it's all psyche, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah because it's, like, yeah, it, there's no your mama jokes. It's like obviously you know my mother. I mean, you know, but there I'm are lots yours, of your mother I jokes. Know, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Jokes about the expense of your heritage. Yeah. Semantics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your fat and the shape of your mother's She's vagina. So and I mean, yeah. it gets personal. Right. And hit you it. And the the other thing is, that there was also a point where all of a sudden we started to think like, well, I, I almost have to do like I have to do opposition research on myself. Yeah. Like, what, right. am I, what am I vulnerable? And so, so what do you? What would you make fun of me for? Or what? Is, you know, right. like what? Is, and there's a weird way that it's still gonna. It's still the wave's gonna hit you in a way you don't expect. Yeah. You know, uh, you're just gonna get hit. Like I did. I never saw that coming. Mm-hmm. You know. Or or that it's or someone just says something or twists a piece of truth and by they saying that it's like a lot of girls a lot of female battlers have get troubled by like I didn't even fuck that guy <laughs> you know what I mean you know? like you're saying I fuck this person and that person and this person it's like I didn't even it's like I you know it's like I'm getting made fun of for guy. dick I didn't even have right, right. I forgot about I mean, yeah, I mean, it's I'm funny. sure that's the cover story that all these fucking sluts say like oh sure you didn't <laughs> <laughs> I hate women it's week 41 <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Uh, so what is the role of the judges? So the judges, all right, so in between the rounds, the judges are uh, they're scoring the uh, the round, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, you had the best jokes in this round, so you're going to go on in advance. Or, you know, they're going to get some jokes off, too, for the most part. Mm-hmm. They're analyzing, commenting, and scoring. And then, uh, yeah, ultimately, you know, that's that's who's scoring the match. And right. the audience now is just, yeah, fuck these guys. Right you know? on. Excellent, and you're tagging. You're getting other jokes, and you right. know, it becomes. A, it, it's you're, you're also you know you're Murray, you're in sniper. It's alley. so interesting, man, because it, it really is a community project in a sense where like there's like there's factions of writers now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, hey, man, I need some help on this guy. Or, oh, really? Help me out? Yeah, it's like little like he like he writes. Or everybody does now. Like the whole the whole you know that 
LA, you know, circuit of, you know, open micers or even you know, regularly, everybody is doing it. They're helping out. Um, and now you can kind of see uh, who's good and who's not and kind of see like what the crowd likes and what they'll not like. Right. Like uh, if you're in a battle with a woman, if you're a man, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you. You know oh, what I mean? Sure. The audience and the judges are automatically be on her side, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a society thing now. Uh, so we actually just had to, they actually right. stop the judges from saying how nice the female battler looked or it's, or complimenting this for getting up there. Right. Like there was right. a weird like, handicap man. that was, a, it was like, you know, it was like, hey, they're not playing from the woman's tee. We're all right, playing right. from the same tee. Right, right, right. You know, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, the that. girl I saw smoked, uh, smoked that guy. What Women that? usually win. Yeah, yeah. And but I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't in that handicap situation. Right. She's, no, she was like, really good. No, no, right. No, I, I understand. There's, I'm, no, I'm just saying there was a, ne- there's a. Women are by nature in this in this thing by nature they're underdogs for the right. most part. And but you not, know what, dude? They're the best at this. Women well, are the women best are mean. at this. Let me know how to hurt you. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, we're not really trying to like. There's no handicap with these women, so I feel like when the judges come in, you can't just say oh because yeah, the whole girls aren't funny thing. Like, dude, these yeah. girls are they're lethal in this rose yeah. battle thing. Uh, and what else? What's the other demographic? It's uh. uh Surprisingly, black, black comics, black comics have like the worst win loss record. Yeah, we have a terrible percentage in wins. Really? Yeah, yeah. we're like the yeah the absolute worst. It, it's oh. it's so funny. <laughs> it's funny because they come with such confidence and just like I could roast man. I, you know, I play the dozens. I, I, you know, I roast my family all the time, and they come in there and they just don't write jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's like three, four really, really good guys. Obviously, you're gonna have that. Sure. But for the most part, they always go in there like unprepared. Yeah. How the, it's like, how did the Italian Jews do? Jews do well. No, Italian Jews. Italian Jews. <laughs> they're angry, but they're very structured. Yeah. <laughs> they're connected. They're not afraid of, they're not they're afraid afraid of you know, right. slide that stiletto right in between. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so that's, so this, this, and this show's ex, like expanding, right? Yeah. It's oh, going no. to New York? No, no, no. Is, we, that, a, is that a problem? It's a separate one. It's like, but there's, there's 16 separate ones anyway. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Or is it all based off of your idea or... I mean, some people some people say yes. I don't feel slighted at all. I think it's just a uh, it's a movement now. Yeah, you know, so it's um, it's it's something else that comedy clubs can do now. You know, I mean, I'm not. We can't really say. I don't think we can really hold this because it's it's not. I think roast battling. There have been other shows bagging your mama. Mm -hmm. There have been other versions of like sort of competitive roasting. You know, two guys MTV show. I I, yeah, your mama, your mama. Yeah, I auditioned Mm -hmm. for that and snaps. Yeah, snaps. snaps. Oh, maybe it was Snaps. I forget. Right. Yeah. I mean, or maybe snaps that was HBO. HBO. Um, but it had been around, and so it's. I just think it's one of those things where this is somebody who brought that music back or that form back, uh-huh. and it's like this made it. This was. This was a a um, you know one of those. Uh, uh, it's a tipping point thing that suddenly like and and once you see it. Once you see it, you understand it, and then you can go and take it and like, yeah, I can do that. We can do that in Austin. We can do sure. that in Vancouver. We right. can do that anywhere. Right. Once you see it, and but then there are certain elements that have evolved around the Belly Room show, the you know the 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 roast battle that started in the Belly Room. Yeah. That uh, you know, it's also somehow only it's only cool if Moses is hosting it, right? You know what I mean? Because he is a. It's a thing that everything's okay because there's a lot of you hear a lot of crazy things. Uh-huh. I mean, and then you have some of the strange. I mean, it's like you know, when we talk about this. Um, when we talk about this wave doing act outs. It's like so a joke really hits, and you know you have these guys jump up with masks or props, and you know they've t- using silly string to graffiti tag uh, mm-hmm. the stage. Um, they've done nine eleven act outs. They've yeah, done, they, uh, Malcolm X getting assassinated. Jesus Christ getting uh, being uh, on the cross, but he's being uh, crowd surfed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. nuts in there. It's some cutting edge. You know, hard to explain, but it's okay in the context of. The the room. It would be real easy to take five seconds of what you see in a roast battle and put it on the internet and then have the internet explode about this word was used or it's that sexism, word was it's used. Racism. I mean, yeah. There's there are so many just it's everything taboo. We're putting it all in this show. Like, sure. Everything's okay right now. Like right. this is the church of we can say anything. Because we're by the way, on Tuesday, you're gonna hear some Charleston jokes. Right. You know what I mean? You're gonna hear you're gonna hear Baltimore jokes. You're gonna hear Ferguson things. You're gonna hear everything. Every, anything racial, you're gonna hear things about the, the Taliban. You know what I mean? <laughs> we had a nine eleven act out. It was right. nuts. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, I, you're right about Moses because when I went and watched it the other night, I think I texted you the next day. I'm like, you're in your element, man. You really, yeah, I appreciate you really, it. Like, really held the glue to that kind of fucking. Yeah. Somehow his smile, his it's like the that doesn't overplay it, and it's it's so it's already so combative. He doesn't have to fire it off, uh, right. fire it up. Aside from saying like, you know, just screaming before each round, let's roast. 
It's like, and then it's just, you know, that's just like, let's start and go. It's firing yeah. the gun. And then it's like, and then they fight. And you're funny too. Thank without, you, Murray. Without, oh, you know, without uh, <laughs> being overbearing or anything. And I kind of think you need that center. You definitely that, do. Yeah. You, and that mayhem. As a host in this show, you really have to take it away from yourself because it is about the show. Because there's like mm-hmm. nine comedic voices. You know what I mean? You have mm-hmm. three judges. You've got, uh, you know, the, the haters over in the corner. You know what I mean? So that's like two or three guys maybe. Uh, and then there's two battlers, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, every, there's so many voices. It's, it's been like being a point guard. You just have to kind of pass to everybody, and hopefully everybody hits their shots. Yeah, it's a. Com- I always say it's a comedy jam band. It's a weird thing where you get to see Jeff Ross and Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and, and doing like for one night only material. In other words, like yeah. this will only exist here, and that you won't see this anywhere else. And they interact, and, and you shouldn't. <laughs> right, it's scary. Right. But like I said, yeah, we don't. I'm not condemning anybody else doing it. Go ahead. I mean, we uh, we support it. We just uh-huh. we're not affiliated. I mean, okay. the roast battle travels. You know. Sure, sure. How was uh, how was uh, South by Southwest? Awesome. Was that awesome? It was I've, awesome. Man. I rarely get jealous, but <laughs> I've never performed South by Southwest. I don't yeah, like to. it was uh, it was hectic. I mean, at first, I think I was really hypercritical about it, uh, but it, it went well. I mean, you know, we had Judge Judd Apatow in the in the judges days, uh-huh. And I was impressed with the way he was judging. He really took to it. He wasn't scared or like he wasn't backing up for shy and not being mean and insulting. He was like he took to the show like yeah. like one of like you know a uh, a David Teller or Jeff Ross would. Okay, it was cool. really good. Awesome. Well, it's a good show, man. I'm, I'm I'm excited to check it out again Tuesday night. Oh, you're gonna have a lot of fun this one. This yeah. one's gonna be good. I'm excited um, to have you. So, wouldn't be well, let's talk a few road stories before we wrap it up here. Yeah, let's do it, Eric. Oh man, I mean, how about let's talk road stories south by southwest. So the okay. whole rose battle. Perfect. So the whole so uh, the, the most of the band, if, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, Coach T, the DJ uh, Moses, uh, most of the uh, of the wave, which is uh, Jamar Neighbors, Jeremiah Watkins, and Willie Hunter. Uh, it's myself and Gordon Downs. Uh, we are in. Everybody a, went down to South. Everybody went down. Uh, yeah, Jeff isn't there. Jeff isn't there. The Jeff Ross isn't right. there the first night because it's actually the the Bieber roast. The Bieber roast is oh, happening okay. in Los Angeles the same night, so he flies in for Sunday and Monday shows. Um, and then so uh, we're in this van, fifteen passenger van, and uh, and I I was driving the van in West Texas at six in the morning when I ran the whole van out of gas. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I did. Coach T, the DJ, had dri- driven us well into Texas. He'd driven us from Los Angeles into Texas the whole way. I mean, all the states, about 14 hours of driving. All I had to do was really land the plane, <laughs> except I hadn't, I, I, I was I was worrying about the speed and right. and staying awake, yeah, yeah. and I had never thought to look at, oh, I didn't realize I got the, I didn't, I got the thing with like a quarter tank in the first place or half tank, and yeah, so we were three hours in the cold Texas Desert. Oh, suck! In the middle of the night. More early morning. Yeah, early, yeah, morning. Yeah. early morning. It was crazy. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All you had to do is land. It's like you. Yeah, all the I doctor, do. nurse, close up. Right. right. I've just successfully uh, done the uh, and transplant, that's, and then she. That's the difference that's between like, hey, we were supposed to be in. We would, could have been in our hotel rooms by like in Austin by like ten a.m. and sleeping. Right. And, show that night. Instead of it was like. Three and we're all right. We got to go right to the. Th- we got to go right and get our packages because South by Southwest is completely. That thing is completely overwhelming. You'd need to be twenty five people, right? You know, to do that. Uh, and, and yeah, it's they do crazy. a great job down there, man. That is yeah. a really fun festival. Oh, man, crammed in that van. Yeah, dude. From here to Texas. You know what? That's not a long as, drive, dude. Not as stinky as you think it'd be. I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> it was. It wasn't as bad as. Uh, and somehow it was like it's like so there were like seven or nine of us in a fifteen passenger. So it was basically. Yeah. So we had like you know basically everyone had an additional seat, if you will. Right. Oh, yeah. So we nice. got along, and and I'll say this, I ran us out of gas. And they didn't completely, you know, I was not banished or, right, you know, right. it's like, you know, I, I take my lumps because I'm sure. an asshole. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's like we still had a great time. Like that was kind of the worst thing that happened was that I ran us. <laughs> yes, that was a great. South by Southwest was amazing. man. Yeah, it sounds mean, fun. Where are you, you going to take the roast battle next? I mean, it's home is the belly room at the comedy store. Right. Uh, we are going to uh, the New York Comedy Festival in November. I think it's the next confirmed place we have. Mm-hmm. So that's all I can Is that going to be competitive to the guy who's ripping you off in New York right now? They say no. They say we were there last year and they said that's what we want. We okay. want yeah, we don't want to muddy the brand that we've already established here. Sure. So we'll be there uh, in November. Oh, because I did read an article as a guy who is doing it and has. Uh, and I read an article. I'm not spreading rumors or anything. Right. This is what I read according to. What are we talking about? Are we talking about the, are you talking about the New York? Are the we New talking York about guy. the New York version? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll speak to that. Is that. Uh, the uh, you know, 
Moses is very cool about uh, there are there are a number of other uh, comedy clubs all over the country and in Canada that suddenly have sprouted up roast battle. In some ways, it's sort of like once you saw the Gong Show, mm-hmm. like on television, every comedy club or talent show can basically knock off the Gong Show sure. or American Idol. It's like you know, it's the cotton gin. Once you see it, you could patent it all you want, but everyone can imitate it. Right. So this is a very imitatable thing. Um, and so in that sense, anybody who's worked, you know, who's ever worked on the roast battle in some ways can go and create their own version of the roast battle. They just shouldn't go and try to claim that it's the original version of the roast battle sure. or that, or that, uh, or that, that that is the second home to the LA based roast battle. Mm-hmm. It's like, there is one, there is one roast battle It is produced by Brian Moses. It, it, it appears every Tuesday night at the world famous comedy store in the belly room at midnight with a pre-show starting at 10 30. And if you want to get, if, you know, if, if you want the roast battle, if you want the roast battle to play your wedding or bar mitzvah, <laughs> you contact Brian Moses and that's how you get the roast battle. If you contact anyone else, you might get some people that have done it, but you're not getting the real thing. Sure. If you want the real Coca-Cola, you talk to Brian Moses. Right on. You know? Uh, I would have loved to have the roast battle at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it at your divorce. <laughs> you can bring them right into divorce court. Well, it would be statistically great, speaking, I'll be calling you in three years. <laughs> we got some more coming up. Trust me, you want that. You want that wave on your jury. You need that wave. <laughs> Who gets custody? <laughs> well, I know I gave you guys shit for uh, coming late, and uh, but uh, it was worth it. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys, and uh, it's always great to meet another funny dude. And it. And again, I say this Mm -hmm. when I meet somebody who's been in this town for 20 years who I've never met. They say comedy is a small world. No. Really? I've never met him. He's been here for 20 years. Yeah, but there's millions. It's like that's the biggest. There's so many. There's so many clans. There's so (laughs) many clans. You know, you can't meet every. You can't meet everybody. And so it's like you're in writers' rooms, or like you're in writers' rooms while I'm in while I'm in a comedy club. You're in Mm -hmm. this comedy club. You're running with this clique or those people. You're on this project. It's you know, it's like you know, where have I been? You know, I've been hanging out at the roast battle and working on my breakup material. Like that's and I you know, working with Leslie Jones on Saturday Night Live. Like that's you know, and so you run in your you run in your circles. Everyone. Runs in these right. things, and like you're like, oh, there's this whole nerd melt group. Like, I I should right. hang out with them. I want to play reindeer games with them, but I don't know them. Yeah, yet. yeah. You know. So there's a b- bunch of different factions, and I, I love the people who always like decide that their little click is the LA comedy scene. Right. You know, every right. once in a while I'll read that on. You know, we're starting the LA comedy. You no, know, there's, there's about twenty five different LA there's comedy a bunch. scenes. <laughs> so there's you do you do not get. But this is also something done by the same people that you know. It's like you, if you listen, it's like I think I'm, I'm the, I'm the funniest guy at my age. I'm the funniest guy at my age group. You know what I mean? I'm funny. I'm the funniest guy four years in. I mean, like you know, we are egotistical. This is an egotistical mania business. You know, (laughs) you thought you were you and I, and we all thought we were special enough. I got. I have something. I got a show. I have something. I have something to tell people. I have something to write. I have some a sketch to show. It's like you know we're. We're a group of people that think we're special, <laughs> and therefore we're dangerous. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I want to thank you guys for uh, coming out today. I enjoyed it. Uh, where, can, where can we catch you, Eric Marino? Uh, every Sunday night, I host the Show Up, Go Up open mic variety show, 11 to 1, at the same in the same belly room at okay. the Comedy Store. Uh, you can uh, listen to me on Sportsaholics, my podcast. Uh, sometimes also I I've do. I noticed a, you dropped a lot of sports references today. I'm a Boston, you know, I'm a world champion. So uh, <laughs> okay. you know. the, only, the only reason I know that because I am so not into sports at all. Like so, every time somebody drops a sports reference, I have to smile and go, "Yeah," because <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I used to have long hair. The when the Patriots won the Super Bowl this year, I shaved my head in, oh, really? in a celebration. I've oh, actually okay. I've I've shaved my head twice due to the Patriots alone. Really? Yes, 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 yes. All right, so New it's England like, listeners, there. there yeah, you yeah. Go. I must, that's what my name of the podcast is: Sportsaholic. Because it's an obsession, like, uh-huh. and that's how I, you know, it's like uh, I believe, you know, you can't actually talk politics and and sex with people, but if I can start talking about the Dallas Cowboys offense with you, I get some idea of what type of person you are, you know, a person who does you in this case, Murray, would be one you who doesn't. See my care. eyes roll in the back of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand you're a Golden State fan. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted, uh, "Congratulations, Golden Grams." <laughs> <laughs> zero, zero attention. Come on, people. <laughs> where, where, where can we find you, Brian Moses? Oh, any online? Uh, oh, that Marino on Twitter. Okay. 
Eric Marino on Facebook and uh, the Clean Ed Podcast. Hey. The Clean Ed Podcast. A Clean Ed, the Ed and Clee show, which is a segment that grew out of the uh, show up, go up, okay. a variety show. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesdays. Comedy Store, 10.30 p.m. Doors or uh, show starts. If it's Tuesday, it must be the roast battle. That's us. Right on. On a Tuesday. You, you going out uh, on the road anywhere anytime soon? God, uh, La Jolla, ugh, November. I think the next road gig I have is... Maybe next week. Oh, man. Check my calendar. All right. Brian Moses, by the way, no Twitter, right? No Twitter. No Facebook. No Facebook. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why even, why even bother joining? Why, you and my dad. Yeah. <laughs> no He's Twitter imaginary. Person. He's my imaginary black friend. There's nobody <laughs> cooler. I just want to be a tall tale. You know what I mean, Murray? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You don't want to leave any trails behind. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Makes me sound crazy. Thanks, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Thanks for listening. As always, uh, this, this is going up tonight, by the way. So oh, you'll... Yes. I'll just text you and let you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll it, spread it, the it'll, news. It'll buzz on Twitter. For, you'll get a Twitter buzz. Uh, Wednesday, La Jolla. You and I are in La Jolla. Oh, we're in La Jolla Wednesday, right? All right. Well, screw that because Thursday I'm in yeah, La Jolla. Yeah, he's in La Jolla Thursday. So <laughs> come out Thursday. We'll just stay. We'll just, just stay. stay. Do them both. Do them both. Yeah, we'll yeah, give you guys yeah. a ticket deal. Come out, check these guys out. Do a ticket deal. Get you into my show the next day. That's uh, Comics on Safari. Uh, hit me up. I got a, some room on the guest list if you want to come out. Um, at Murray V on Twitter. And uh, pick up my album, Rusty Cow, on uh, iTunes, Amazon, or off my website. Guys, thanks a lot for coming out. I, thanks I really for having appreciate us. it, man. Murray, Murray, Murray. Yeah. Murray, Murray, Murray. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns and Bees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs and Blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set and Middle acts doing blow, more missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church and Juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon